Hey, hey, welcome to LDS Transitions. I hope all is well in your neck of the woods. If you have woods, right? Um, so I'm out on a walk and it's a brisk morning. It is January 23rd. It is a Sunday. Uh, Sundays are always triggering for me. Um, I had a dream a few, maybe two weeks ago, of me being asked to talk in general conference, and it wasn't known as far as my faith transition, of course. <laughs> I would never ask someone to talk in general conference that is no longer part of the narrative belief and um, you know I weighed that and I'm like well what could I say that's faith promoting that you know doesn't raise any red flags that would be conducive to the echo chamber of the church if you will and sorry if that's triggering but um, that oftentimes is, is what it is and I just had a lot of anxiety and I felt I can't do this. I have to be authentic with my personal thoughts. It's like someone giving a TED talk and contradicting, um, let's say it's on a scientific matter, um, being told this is what your agenda is, this is what you're to present on, even though their truths to their studies point otherwise. And it's like, well, what can you do to balance that? It doesn't really represent you and your actual authentic self and belief. And it's painting a narrative that you don't agree with. Or it's alluding to a narrative that you don't agree with. And so, you know, in the dream, it progressed to, I have to be authentic. I can't. Um, I can't talk and not be authentic. And, you know, part of that is recognizing that I need to talk to my wife and just say, I'm never going to be able to have a belief in the old narrative that I used to. You know, and I was thinking about it, I woke up early this morning. Um, and I uh, couldn't get back to sleep and uh, have church later on and so there's no huge rush and so my mind started racing. Um, you know, how do I tell my wife? How do I tell my family? And I went through different thoughts and whatnot and it kind of led to what's natural in science? What's unnatural? Um, how does this fit in a scientific narrative? You know, here I am, a radical, if you will, that in an LDS perspective, in a Mormon perspective, is needs to be very binary. Either you are a believer, you are trying to believe, you 
um, if you have questions, you don't really question it. Um, and if you do question it, you don't share it with anybody. Um, and if leaders hear people questioning, they're on their radar. And, you know, um, everyone's like on heightened alert, right? Um, so I'm going to use an analogy, and I don't know scientifically how accurate it is, okay? Um, I'm not a scientist, uh, but I know a little bit about electricity. I've dabbled in electronics a little bit here and there, and not enough to give uh, an authoritative, but just an ex, you know, hey, let's build a circuit, let's have some fun. We've got resistors, we've got negative and positive um, electrons that are transferring from one conductive material to another um, as it's able to flow from a positive charge to a negative charge at least with DC current right okay you're probably bored right but um, so I have a very basic understanding but uh, in order for a copper you know if you've got this car copper wire that's insulated um, it's stable there's nothing that's going to happen to that copper wire. Copper, I don't, you know, if it breaks down, it's because it comes in contact with some sort of corrosive material, right? Otherwise, copper, for the most part, is very stable, and it's not going to be affected. Now, copper is a conductive material, meaning that electrons in an atom can be positively charged and they transfer to another atom and so on and so all of our electronics all of our power come because of conductivity with positively charged um, electrons uh, handing off their extra charge to uh, uh, you know uh, another atom and it's just on a much larger scale, right? Lots of charge. Um, and you can have, you know, that copper wire, you know, it's insulated, it's safe, nothing's gonna happen to that. Um, for good or bad, for the most part, right? Unless something negative comes into contact with it. Um, such as a chemical or something that changed the the composition of that element um, but we also know that if you charge if you have like a battery something that will help produce an electrical charge of um, you know you've got different levels of charging electrons with uh, what we call voltage or um, and if you put, um, you know, a small piece of wire, let's say from a computer, from some sort of device, and if you were to take that out, and if you were to plug it into a light socket, um, which please don't, <laughs> hopefully everyone listening to this knows that, um, and, or you introduce 
a large amount of electricity, you're going to cause huge amounts of damage. An example is, is the dryer uh, uses generally 220, um, 220 volts versus a normal outlet being about half that or, or 110 or whatnot. Um, so the amount of voltage going through for different appliances is different as it has different needs. It has um, larger or smaller wires depending on the load and everything else. So if you are welding something, you're going to have a 220 volt um, charge going through and you need a thick cable to handle that amount of charge. Um, and so things can be done safely. You know, you, you can weld, you can have your computers, you can have your, um, your phones, all of your devices working appropriately based off of um, properly handled electronics with proper charges. Now, and when those um, conductivity happens with appropriate levels of um, voltage and everything, you're fine. Um, when you introduce uh, too much of a charge or whatnot, you run into greater risks. Now, I'm going to use the analogy that the church is like just a copper wire. You've got your beliefs, you've got your structure, and then you've got your voltage um, and everything. Um, and this is, you know, people are going to argue and say, well, this analogy doesn't make sense. And maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'll re-record this. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. But my initial thought is, is that the church is like an element um, that's in a safe, protected manner. Um, and then you've got radicals out there, or you've got charged, and I have to be careful saying radicals, but you've got charged electrons that allow a benefit of some sort. But it's basically an unstable atom. Not, I shouldn't say unstable. It is, is it, it is an atom that wants to release this electron so that it's back down to its um, stable amount. So if you put too much of a charge, it's wanting to get rid of that as quickly as it can. You see where electricity will actually jump through air or travel very quickly through water depending on the amount of electricity and you know how much it needs to release these electrons these atoms that are positively charged want to release um, this high amount as quickly as it can it wants to get back down to stable right the church is that stable element copper's working just fine as it is it's stable, it's safe, it's not going to hurt anyone. There's not going to be any electrical shock. Everyone's safe. Okay. And then comes someone, such as myself, that is like, hey, let's have change. Let's look at things a little bit differently. This, let's test this, let's test that. 
and all of a sudden Adam's like let's get rid of this you know it, it's too much of a charge it's it's different um, it let's release it off let's let another atom deal with it um, is that accurate maybe not but uh, but this atom wants to get back down to its stable element now it's not greatly harmed by this extra electron um, it's fairly benign you know you might build up a static shock and you might feel a little bit of a shock is you know you touch something that's statically charged it wants to jump over to you because those atoms want to release it and get back down to their stable form right um, not that the atoms are thinking this that's just how they work and and oftentimes that's how the church works it's very binary it's hey we've got an extra one we want to hand it off now if we are the positive change charges and I like the fact that it's positive um, and someone going through a faith transition has these positive charges they see differences they want to share truth they want to investigate truth they want to travel to other atoms see what else is going on and they want to be an agent for change an agent for um, betterment right but if we get too much of a charge, it can be very dangerous. Um, and the church always wants to get back down to its safe narrative. Um, it doesn't want broken families. It doesn't want, you know, it wants this protective shell where this copper wire doesn't have any charges, where it's just safe. Um, and this analogy may be off, right? But my point me is along that there's nothing wrong with being a positive charge. In fact, it can bring a lot of productivity, a lot of benefits. Okay. But we also don't want to be too charged. It's easy to get too charged. We have to let out our voltage. We have to look for ways that we can do good with it and not let it build up. We don't want to be too overcharged where we then blow everything up like start a fire or something else you know which is a interesting example because there are people that come under such rage that they go to violent acts Utah's had a number of churches that have been burned down and that is very sad it's wrong it's not good but that individual was so charged and they didn't have a safe outlet that it causes issues and you know we have to remember that it is okay to have the feelings we have but they need to be let out we also need a, tra a safe place to travel we need a safe environment we still need that insulation and that protection about us and we don't want exposed wire that's causing disharmony or issues we want to be safely within the parameters of a positive change right and so 
being part of that positive change means that we try to build in safeguards. And so we used resources such as Thrive, um, which just had a conference yesterday. I unfortunately didn't, wasn't able to participate. But, uh, you know, we need to be able to convey to our families that, hey, everything's okay. We need to be able to convey to our community everything's okay. Now, just because we may be safe doesn't mean that there aren't going to be other interactions out there, other charges that may not be safe around. We have to have our boundaries, you know. Um, so there's a lot of analogies with this. And the idea is, let's be safe. But we also need to be able to dispel and have appropriate amount of voltage stored in our batteries. We don't want to be overcharged. We also don't want to be depleted. And I'm in many ways in a depleted state, but also sometimes I go to an overcharged state. And so being authentic and being able to find ways to coexist in a safe environment. Uh, so, interesting thoughts and analogies, but I hope you all have a wonderful day.